Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your host, Joey Imran, and your boy, Cheeky Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it is absolutely 1,000% free to join. Now, let's get into some crypto talk where today we're going to cover one of our favorite altcoins. But before we get into the altcoins, boys, congratulations. We hit 1,000 subs! Yeah, baby, we did it. It's yeah, been I tough. Love it. I'm sure we could have built Rome by now, but yeah, well done. Great effort. Thank you to all our community, to all the watchers, viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call it. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. All done in only 55 days as well. Pretty awesome. Yep, in a bear market. In a bear market. Hey, well, you know, we got we got to give it up to to Nick and Chris giving us the platform, right? So, but oh, we've, yeah. def we've definitely been putting in our work. That's for sure. Uh, you boys have been killing it. I've just been along for the journey to, uh, you know, ask a lot of questions and uh, just kind of be here to guide the way, right? But anyways, I am pumped for today. It's my favorite altcoin that we're going to get into. But before we do that, you two have been a little under the weather, and I swear I think I've caught it from one of you. I'm not sure what I've caught, but how are y'all doing today? Yeah, I'm good, Mikey. Um, I don't know how you call anything from us unless you go through these wires somehow, mate, all the way in America. I just don't get <laughs> it's it. It's the blockchain, but man. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. VeChain could have sent it through right through the network. Um, but look, <laughs> listen, um, it's good to have both of you on. Um, we haven't had a um, session together for about a week now. So, yeah, it's good stuff, mate. I'm really happy and excited about this one, especially with VeChain. Joey? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um, like I said, I, I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm, I'm I'm still recovering, but yeah, it's 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 great to be back. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm super tired still. Uh, but yeah, back in work tomorrow, so that'll hopefully uh, uh pick me up, uh, get back in some routine, and yeah, hopefully shake the last of this virus off. Yeah, it's good. Good to have you both back. Um, since Imran's already given away our altcoin for the day, uh, um, just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited about the one we're going to talk about. We're not going to do the market overview because it's absolutely still in the same exact range that it's been at for the last three weeks. So we're just going to talk about the chain, baby. Mike, are you, Mike sorry. Are you, no absolutely, no are, you are you sure on that? Because uh, I've been on Twitter at the minute and uh, there's a lot of people saying Bitcoin's going to the moon. So are you sure it's not doing anything? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The, I think the moon collapsed actually because Bitcoin's <laughs> never going to get to it. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the moon is gone. Uh, no, it's not going to 30k. But now back to what I was saying. We're gonna get into V chain. Uh, we're gonna do do a little bit of a deep dive. Imran's gonna run us through some stuff. But before we do that, give you guys a little bit of statistics on V chain. All time high for V chain is uh, 27 cents. Currently down 88 percent from all time high today. It is trading around 0 0.031. So not too bad been making its moves off the back of some uh, awesome partnerships uh just partnered with ufc um they are also partnered with the amazon web services so a couple big big ones here recently um and we're gonna kind of explain to you why these big companies are getting involved with v chain you know i've always said v chain's not really the sexiest project but 
we're going to kind of dive into why their blockchain is very important. And Randy, we'll start us off, brother, with what VeChain is. Yeah, so, I mean, what is VeChain, right? And, you know, apart from, you know, we keep telling everyone, you know, do your own research, but no one really does it. Now, I'm going to try and explain what VeChain actually, you know, is a use case where it does, you know, you know how it works. I'm, I'm just going to try and keep it as simple as possible, right? Now, so, so, you know, what is VeChain, right? VeChain is a supply chain solution on blockchain, on a blockchain, right? In its own blockchain. It authenticates and tracks goods that travel around the world with many different stops to end up in the hands of consumers. Any company that wants to keep track of anything, you know, everything that it manufactures and sells can use a solution like this, right? In fact, BMW is using VeChain today to track and prevent odometer fraud, you know, ten, you know, clocking the mileage back on vehicles, get all sorts of things going on. Now, Walmart, okay, Mikey in the States, actually uses VeChain, right, to track some of their food supply. Yeah, but this isn't you know, the, the full potential, however. For example, what if pharmaceutical companies, right, medication, you know, when you're taking your meds, what if they could track the drugs, you know, that they were all, you know, that they make all the way to the consumer to make sure there's no skimming, no stealing, no leaking, you know? You know, what if the consumer could track their own food, right, where it comes from, right, make sure, you know, that it's all safe, you know, to eat. In short, VeChain is an enterprise-level blockchain solution that helps companies track products from manufacturer to consumer by ensuring quality and helping companies pinpoint any issues or discrepancies. Joey, do you want to carry on from that part? Yeah, well, everything that I've looked into uh, VeChain, I, you know, I find very um, interesting for why you know it was uh, conceived as a concept in the first place. You only have to look at the the founder, um, Sonny Liu, and uh, where his ex expertise and um, background uh, comes from. Now. He was former uh, CIO at uh, Louis Vuitton in uh, China. So, you know, he's got a lot of expertise uh, in luxury goods with, within uh, blockchain technology and, you know, how it can help affect uh, the, the Internet of Things. Now, one thing that I think is really great about uh, VeChain is, is that, well, you know, they're looking to solve those real world problems. One of those major real world problems is, uh, is counterfeit um, high end goods uh, in the uh, luxury products uh, industry. Counterfeit, counterfeit goods uh, cost uh, cost that industry, you know, um, tens of billions of dollars uh, each year, and that's why VeChain's uh, anti-fraud technology, uh, you know, in the in the blockchain industry, start turning serious heads. Even though we are in a uh, crowded uh, crypto space, because you know it fills the need uh, for consumers to know uh, that their purchases are authentic, uh, helps uh, you know companies gain greater trans uh, transparency during the manufacture and delivering process. So I think that, I think that's really really important um, because you know we're crying out for you know co uh, companies and you know if, the, if blockchain can uh, help bring an end to uh, product piracy. That, that the value of that in, in, in terms of the future is going to be massive. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the partnerships that Imran just, you know, BMW, Walmart, I mean, these are big names in space, right. That are, that are utilizing already utilizing V chain inside of their own companies. I think from a, from a retail standpoint, Imran, you'd have to say that V chain is probably one of the, I mean, one of the best blockchains you could essentially have that, that, a, that a company could really utilize right now, like could start like really tracking, just like Joey just said, preventing counterfeit stuff. And then, you know, the pharmaceutical side of it. I mean, that, that to me sounds just very interesting to be able to track pharmaceuticals. And um, I mean, if Walmart's already using them, to be honest in the States, Walmart's huge. Anything Walmart is using on the back end, everyone's going to eventually use it. So 
Well, keep, yeah. keep, keep, keep explaining a little bit deeper into to VeChain. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some might be, you know, thinking, you know, why can't companies um, do without, you know, do without VeChain? Well, you know, supply chains have actually been managed using um, RFID, NFC, and QR codes um, connected databases for years, right? So these methods are still used by VeChain, but are used slightly differently. The old methods like RFID are still used, but they are now integrated into a system that utilizes two things. One, the Internet of Things, which basically means that at different points in the supply chain, devices are connected to the Internet to make sure that they have done what they need to do. As you know, a quick example, the retailer marks you know, that all goods in a shipment are you know, accounted for. Uh, they then transmit this information over, and you guessed it, number two, right? To the VeChain blockchain, right? This information is stored you know, in the blockchain where it stays forever and anyone can verify it, right? Now, if all this sounds alien to you so far, it's because VeChain you know, is a solution for businesses, not for specific people, you know, you know, us, you know, normal, you know, the average person. It's tracking, you know, automating and counting for a, a massive amount of important data that you and other consumers probably you know, don't really care about, right? But big companies do. Now, you know, this doesn't mean you know, that you can't invest in it or, or find a use uh, you know, of the technology for yourself. This method, method emphasizes um, in the integrity of the data, right? A key feature of luxury brands, right? <coughs> Who lose billions of dollars uh, to counterfeiting and food companies, you know, counterfeiting, you know, Joey just mentioned ago, and food companies that need to, you know, pinpoint exactly where the supply chain issues occur. If you already know a little bit about cryptocurrencies and understand exactly how blockchain works, the advantage should be clear. Blockchains aren't just, you know, data storage systems like, you know, the old ones. They ensure that data can be, you know, can't be manipulated, erased, or tampered with as soon as it's in, in, you know, in a block. The advantage of VeChain over old supply chain solutions is similar to advantage that Bitcoin you know, has over other digital ledgers. VeChain, though, does work differently from Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, let's start, right? Okay, so yeah, you know, it's getting a bit, you know, I don't want to make it too long, but it's important that you know you actually understand this. Now, let's start um, by defining the VeChain ecosystem. This is actually quite important. By itself, VeChain is just a blockchain, right? In fact, when Sonny Lou, like you know, Joey mentioned earlier, you know, he's actually this, you know, was the CIO of Louis Vuitton in China, launched VeChain in 2015. It simply used the Ethereum blockchain, right? So they were on the Ethereum blockchain you know, when it was created. VeChain was initially a token, right? Now, back then, the chain was um, represented by Ven, V-E-N. Um, but in June 2018, VeChain transitioned to its own blockchain, okay? So that way it wasn't limited by Ethereum's capabilities and this transition carried um, with it some important changes. Number one, VeChain is now represented by VET as we all know it, okay? Which is a token that lets people actually use the blockchain, okay? Just like using Bitcoin network um, would require you to send and receive Bitcoin. VeChain's block um, blockchain requires using VET tokens. These tokens, um, function basically like many other cryptocurrencies. Number two, right? Here's the confusing part, okay? And it, you know, it took me a bit of time to understand it, but I'll try and explain it in the most simplest way. VeChain also uses another token, VTHO. This might seem complicated, right? But bear with me. VET is the stuff that you're actually transferring. VTHO is what you use as what you use to facilitate a transaction. For example, that is the car 
and VTA, VTHO is the gas. Ethereum actually works you know, in a very similar manner, except Ethereum is the car and the gas. Now, I hope that you know, understand, you've understood this, but now you might be wondering, you know, this brings us to number three. According to VChain, VTHO is used to make sure that the chain does not suffer from extreme volatility like many other cryptocurrencies because they only use one as the medium of exchange and the other to pay for transactions. Also, because VTHO can be adjusted by, v by the VeChain Foundation, they can make sure that companies which rely on it can maintain stable transaction fees. Um, Joey, do you want to explain um, a little bit about the ecosystem there and how your know, VTHO works and the foundation? Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, first of all, I think it's important to understand that um, VeChain, um, you know, differs compared to um, Bitcoin and Ethereum um, in, in how it um, achieves um, consensus. Um, use does some slightly differently um, because you know the, the blockchain is uh, decentralized. You have a lot of different nodes, uh, different people, and organizations that are trying to uh, achieve uh, that that consensus to make sure um, nobody uh, cheats or tries to you know double double spend the money. Obviously, we know about um, Bitcoin being a proof of work. Same with uh, Ethereum in the uh, transition in over to uh, proof of stake. Now, uh, V Chain itself actually uses something um, slightly different. So um, how essentially a, a block gets approved and added, well, one of the, um, the, the hallmarks, like, as I mentioned, it requires multiple uh, uh, persons to, to approve uh, those, new, those new blocks before they're added. Now, obviously, the block is just a record of uh, the transactions that becomes part of that uh, blockchain forever. And, you know, it's essentially uh, nearly impossible uh, to change it. It's, it's immutable, okay? The way uh, the consensus protocol works on VeChain, well, they use a different model altogether and something called proof of authority. So there's um, no uh, like puzzle cracking like there is with um, uh, Bitcoin mining, for instance. It, you just have the uh, approved uh, group of persons, which, you know, uh, as validators, each validator will then, you know, run their computer software that validates um, new additions to the blockchain, make, making it essentially a lot faster than proof of work and proof of stake altogether. So it, it's it's a little bit of a balance between um, it's not total decentralization, but it's certainly not centralization either. So that that's quite um, uh, important to uh, note. So, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely decentralized, not as fully decentralized as uh, other blockchains are, but, but you could potentially argue argue such as a uh, cardano but it's it's certainly more decentralized than centralized anyway crazy stuff yeah and um you know obviously there are critics um you know some people you know dislike reaching you know the world has changed and during the supply chain crisis would expect new te technologies like vchain to benefit but um companies actually have taken a slightly more conservative approach and um, resorting to older systems and scaling back experimental new projects um, there's also speculation that uh, VeChain's blockchain may be useful, but their token may never take off due to specific use cases uh, in the business world. Um, unlike something like Bitcoin Ethereum, which has a, a very broad range of use cases, regardless of where you know, this project ends up, the idea certainly you know, is certainly there. And you know, supply chain management may be in for a complete transformation due to black, uh, block, blockchain technology. Um, I'm personally very bullish on um, VeChain. Uh, I am invested in the project, and after extensive technical analysis, you know, I have buy orders, buy orders in uh, between you know 
0.016 and 2 cents. I mean, with all the adoption use case, I expect VeChain to hit the magical $1 mark in the future. I mean, Mikey, Joey, what are your thoughts? Where do you think, you know, we could end up with these sort of price predictions for VeChain? I'll let Joey, I'll let Joey do his first. Well, yeah, I mean, IK, you mentioned the the magical uh, $1, right? I mean, that that will be absolutely huge uh, for VeChain when it gets there. And I do believe it will get there one day. Um, I don't see that in any time in the uh, near future, just because, you know, I think it will need uh, the overall crypto market to uh, be more bullish um, than, than we are currently. Um, that said, you know, I, I've been saying VeChain under five cents been an absolute bargain. Uh, that's the reason I've been accumulating it. You know, I last bought some uh, um, uh, two cent, not financial advice, but, you know, that's just what I decided to do with my money. Um, so I, 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 I've been acquiring VeChain and I've been acquiring it from the start. From the, I've been interested in this project uh, early on in, in my journey in crypto, just because, again, we've mentioned the use case. I solely feel that, you know, um, product authenticity is just massive massive business um i mean you don't even have to be a retail expert i believe or, or anyone who's 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 involved in, in involved in business in such a way to to understand and appreciate that i really feel yeah i think i think v chain obviously i got involved with v chain early um i followed cryptos r us and he's very bullish on v chain and then I started, you know, with Cheeky Crypto, and obviously they're they're heavy into V Chain. Um, I I it's funny because I got into V Chain at right right before it hit its all time high, right? I think I got in at twenty four cents. So yeah, it's trading at three cents today. So, uh, but yeah, I did you hold on? Did you hold on or did you sell? I okay, so I ended up selling and taking a big loss, but mainly because. Uh, we knew it was going to go, well, we didn't know for a fact, but just the TA suggesting that it was going to go way lower. And so I was like, all right, well, if I'll take the loss now. I'll double my position at the bottom, um, which I ended up doing, like Joey said, at two cent. I actually bought at 0. 0.0228. And then it started pumping up a little bit. I sold it like a dummy, right? Because then, because then, the market's kind of shifted a little bit. And I was like, all right, well, if it goes down to this, you know, one cent, one and a half cent range, like I can really buy a lot of V-Chain. And I, I want to, I want to hold a significant amount of V-Chain. I think that the partnerships that they're starting to onboard with the UFC, Amazon, talking Walmart, BMW, you guys, these, these names are the names of the world. And, and they're using... Yeah, they're Real using, and, and what's interesting about VeChain is the majority of the stuff y'all just talked about was all B2B, right? So B2B is where, that's them right now. I think they're one of the leaders in B2B uh, as far as their use case. Now, B2C is what's going to initiate, is what's eventually, I feel like, going to get VeChain to the everyday consumer, right? And I think they've started to, to kind of dabble in the NFT space, Um there was something they announced a while back that I cannot remember that was more so geared towards the, you know, direct to consumer side of it. Right. And that's why I've always said VeChain's not sexy because it's all business to business stuff. It's not like it's nothing that, you know, unless say for instance, like you have watches, right. You could use VeChain to, to um, put those on the blockchain and then they're tracked, they're verified, all of that. Right. 
So you, Imran, could potentially do something like that where like, I don't feel like the business that I have could utilize it. But from a B2C standpoint, I'm hoping that they continue to like go down that path so that they can capture more of that retail side too. So it becomes a little bit more, yeah. and I use the word sexy, but I'm hoping that it becomes a little bit more of a sexy pro- project. But I think it's, I mean, just the partnerships alone show that it's being adopted, right? I mean, that's my take on it. Do I think it could get to a dollar? Absolutely. I do think that it could actually go a little bit higher than a dollar. Um, I think when the bull market returns, um, I think the partnerships that they're having, and if they continue to go down the, the B2C route and add that portion to their B2B, I mean, it, who knows where VeChain could potentially go. I did. Joey, I know you cover a lot of tokenomics stuff. Uh, and you understand it a little bit maybe better than my brain does. Their, token, their total circulating supply right now is $72 billion. Um, now, yesterday, when you and I spoke, this could be more bullish on quant, uh, but quant was $12 million. So we were talking about this yesterday, and I know this is completely random and off topic, but I wanted to cover it because Joey and I chatted about it the other day. The tokenomics, essentially, is kind of why quant's the price that it is and VeChain's the price that it is, right? So quant has... 12 million circulating supply. VeChain has 72 billion circulating supply. Joey, what's your thoughts on the tokenomic side of it and price comparative of that? Um, well, I, I don't want to get too hung up on it. I mean, it's just a it's just a way that um essentially, you know, that it's it's set up. All these all these projects are always um set set up with uh, with different um uh, tokenomic supplies you know there's there's nothing of major concern though uh for me on on a v chain side that there is on some other projects you know that have got you know un, unlimited supply etc or you know are heavily centralized so you know potentially like coins like xrp for instance where you know we don't know if more coins may be added in the future so I'm, i don't really have any major concerns on v chain from from that stance yeah i think i maybe maybe i should rephrase that right so when you look at quant it's yeah. sitting at 130 dollars right you look at VeChain, we're extre- the three of us and the whole community is extremely bullish on VeChain, right? Well, it's sitting at three cents, right? So I guess to a retail, what, what, what's the major difference? And it all comes down to, you know, tokenomics, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, at the end of the day, it's simple mathematics, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. essentially it is. But some people don't understand that, right? And that's what I'm trying to get at because they could look at our quant podcast and be like, well, it only has 12 million. But then you look at VeChain, right? And I just said they have 72 billion, right? So just looking at it from a price standpoint, I don't know how relative it was to maybe people are like, I don't understand what yeah, Mike's yeah, talking sure. about. But I think that people need to understand that that's why VeChain's sitting at three cent and that's why Quant's sitting at $130 is because of the tokenomics, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, an, it's an important point that you raise, like, because we, we, we know that we're getting lots of new viewers, new subscribers every day. And, you know, everyone's at all different levels of experience in crypto and you know some people are you know genuine beginners and that's great and uh you know for as adoption grows we're going to get more and more beginners in crypto so yeah no you, you raise a good point that you know people need to understand that any project when you're investing in it and you're you know doing your research on these projects definitely understand the tokenomics understand why why the price is what it is essentially yeah so no you're spot on yeah imran do you is there anything you'd like to add to, I mean, you, you explained it very well. I think you went into a very in-depth, uh, more of a technical side, right? I think at the end of the day, if I were to put VeChain into 
if you could put V chain into like a, say one sentence of what it does and what it is, what would, how would you explain it? Like explain it to me essentially. Well, it's, it's the, uh, the analogy I gave vet being the car and VTHO being the fuel. So those are the two tokens, right? Those, Within those the are the two tokens and without each other, they can't work. And you know, it's, it's, it's just going to keep growing. You know, the, the adoption, yeah, I think it's going to be massive. I actually think it's underrated. I just hope they don't, you know, suppress the price, you know, the action of it. You know, I just hope it's going to do really well. I've got big, big, you know, faith in uh, VeChain. Joey, what's your thoughts on governments being able to utilize VeChain? Is there is there a side to VeChain that you could see governments being able to utilize? Like, what would they use it to track? Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. I mean, there's there's kind of lots of things that they could, you know, potentially uh, track. I think uh, one is uh, energy use, um, potentially. Oh know, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, tracking energy use is is, is going to be quite important. We we all know that you know cl climate's on the sort of the world radar right now. So you know, I think I think that's definitely definitely one. But yeah, for for me. You know, primarily, I still see where I see the real money. I, see, I still see the real money and, you know, the, the, the luxury uh, luxury products um, and uh, essentially, you know, just uh, counter counter uh, piracy and, uh, you know, proving that everything is, um, you know, le legitimately authentic. But, yeah, I can definitely see that um, some, some governments could could use VeChain. And, you know, we, we, when, it, when it comes to the use case, that the, the possibilities are pretty endless. And what, one reason I say this is because, we've mentioned on the internet of things, you know, another project that I'm invested in that I, I've been bullish on recently is Jasmine again, which is all about, um, you know, monetizing uh, the internet of things and the internet of things is something that's going to, is, is just growing uh, tremendously on a, on a daily basis. So, you know, with, with, with that, with that growing, I think that's just positive for the adoption of VeChain. Yeah. I'm, I, I remember hearing about VeChain being, uh, they they launched something a while back that had something to do with uh, like a digital carbon footprint. And I think I just found an article that kind of explains it because we've talked about it with other projects, right? Them being yeah. able to be carbon neutral. Um, so basically, VeChain services provide an opportunity for businesses to amplify transparency and dramatically change the way consumers view carbon labeling. By leveraging VeChain's intuitive digital carbon footprint SaaS platform, Business owners are able to provide end users with full oversight of carbon data and green claims far beyond the final label. So that to me is another piece that I feel like is not talked about a lot for VeChain because, you know, we brought it up with Polygon. We brought it up with XRP, brought it up with Algorand, you know, the, the whole carbon neutral side of it. Now, VeChain being able to track all of this, right, from a, from a retail side of it or you know, did for digitally be able to do it. I think this goes back to what you just said about governments being able to track the carbon usage. It's been, it's been a topic brought up on CNBC, brought up on the news about, you know, mining and how much uh, carbon is, you know, being, being transmitted, right? So, so yeah. using, utilizing VeChain in that sense could be, I mean, just could be a, I'm trying to think of different ways of how, how VeChain could essentially be incorporated into everyday use besides retail use, right? So I'm trying to pick my brain on that. But I mean, you remember hearing about this though, right? I'm not crazy, right? No, 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 you're, you're, you're right. I, it's, it's, it's definitely uh, things uh, happening in the background, but essentially the, 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 there's so much, 
there's so much uh, data and there's so much data that's being recorded daily by the internet of things that, you know, there's a lot of use for that data, like a lot of use for it. You know, it's, it's really useful to know, to, to record, to track when it comes to, uh, you know, designing new products. But when you mentioned about governments, you know, you know, dare I say, this is where it comes a bit, you know, a bit, maybe a little bit controversial because obviously uh, privacy is, is, is going to be something that's going to be hotly debated in the future. But, you know, what, what could you potentially uh, monitor or not monitor that people are doing? There's definitely potential for, for, for such activities. Yeah. The, so the news article that I'm talking about, sorry, this was back in August of 2021. Basically, VeChain created this new SaaS product for China's digital carbon emissions market, right? So essentially, let's see, the increasing impact of greenhouse gases on the atmosphere and their perturbation of the climate, climatic order are necessitating, this article is hard to read, a major overhaul of how humanity emits waste gases. All countries and industries now face tough targets for reducing atmospheric pollution. China is arguably facing the greatest challenge of all, having vowed to each net zero emissions by 2060. We won't be here with carbon emissions peaking no later than 2030. So basically, VeChain has, if you guys go on VeChain's website, you can look up all these news articles, but it gives kind of a picture of what they've created for, for China. It's pretty freaking cool, man. Obviously, I can't read it. It's all in Chinese, but um, pretty neat. It's something we didn't dive into. And I, I, I remember in the back of my head, I'm like, this is a, this is a piece that eventually could be taken through the government side of it. We want, we want cryptocurrency to be regulated and then involved inside of governments because then it's used, right? It's just constantly used. And then our investment just goes like this to the moon, right? There's yeah. that moon, that moonshot, baby. So anyways, that's all I got on VeChain. I'm freaking bullish as heck on VeChain. Well, they're in Europe now. They're in Europe now. They're in yeah. Luxembourg and in Paris. They've got offices there. Um, our team, um, Cheeky Chris and Cheeky Nick, they were with them yesterday in London again. So there's mm. a lot of stuff coming, you know? I, I think stuff happening. I think we've got a lot of announcements uh, to come in the future of VeChain as well, you know. And uh, yeah. re really excited to see, you know, with uh, VUSD, uh, the, uh, the stable coin on the uh, the the network mm -hmm. and uh, you know how how uh, um, DeFi is going to expand on the uh, V chain. I keep talking about uh, DeFi. Obviously, news in general and crypto and DeFi is obviously you know uh, uh, has uh, gone has gone down recently because naturally the market's gone down. The whole the whole wider market's gone down. But again, when that bull run comes back, I think DeFi is going to explode. And yeah, and I think I'm uh, really interested to see how DeFi goes on V chain. Look, it's interesting, right? We talked about V chain. We, we gave the blockchain history. We explained it all. And then as we continued to talk, we were like, oh, yeah, VeChain does this. Oh, yeah, and VeChain also has this. It's like they just keep adding these, these, these great side pieces to the original blockchain. I keep doing this. I don't know why I keep doing that with my hands. It's so annoying. Uh, I, try, I, I try to talk with my hands. So but anyways, yeah, VeChain to the moon. I'm, I'm, I'm holding a big old giant bag of it. Not financial advice, obviously, but I will probably be buying under two cent. I think it's going to retrace under two cent. And if you stayed long enough to this point in the podcast, you'll probably get some good buy zones from us if you want to wait that long. Joey, what's your, what, what are you thinking going to go sub two? Um, I think there's got a decent chance of it. Yeah, I do. Um, nothing against the project. I just, I just generally feel that the the wider market is going downtown. 
However, you know, no guarantees. That's why I, I did buy some at uh, two cent because I thought I thought it was a I thought it was a hell of a price to be honest. And you know, if it goes lower, I'll look forward to uh, buying some more. I've got some uh, I've got some buy orders set. If if we get there, if we don't, we don't. I've already got a bag, so it's okay. And uh, I'll I'll look going down. I'll be buying V chain. Going up, I'll be buying V chain. That's just what I'm planning on doing. What 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 size position are you going to hold it in? in your portfolio for VeChain, 10%? Yeah, at the, at, the, at the minute, it's actually higher than 10%, but that's the reason being is just because I, I'd sold off on other projects. Um, so I'm actually holding more than 10% in VeChain at the moment. But yeah, it probably it will be dropping down to around about that 8 to 10% region, yeah. Imran, sub two? Definitely. Um, I'll be buying, I've got buy orders in at one point, uh, 0.16 and two cents. I've got a whole you know, range between them. Um, 25% of mine will be VeChain. 25%. Wow. 25%. Oh, you know, that's I'm not a, that's far behind. <laughs> I'm not far behind. I don't think I'll be far, far behind you, to be honest with you. I think Cardano will be about, I think Cardano will end up being close to 30 or 35%, and then VeChain literally right behind it. And then obviously I'll yeah. stagger out my positions. But yeah, I mean, hey, Joey, you're making a face, bro. But like VeChain, I mean, dude. Can you, Matt, look, think about it this way. I'll, I'll think about it this way. If it goes from two cent to 80 or 90 cent and I hold, say, 350,000 V-Chain. Oh, it'd be incredible. It'd be amazing for you, yeah. For sure. I'm going to be able to maybe not paint as many cabinets down the road. So that's the goal here. <laughs> Imran, do you see it going above a dollar in this next bull run? Do you think a dollar's ho hopium? Well, or? Um, I don't think it'll happen in this bull run. Um, we'll be lucky to get... Well, if we break the uh, you know the previous all time high, give me that. I'll I'll take it happily. Right, that's just twenty seven cents, it, which is good enough for me, mate. I'm not going to be be greedy, but I reckon we're probably realistic up to between fifty and eighty cents. Um, I will be you know um taking profits. Um, I'm not going to get caught out again. Yeah, I didn't give out the rank of where V Chain is right now. Give me one second. Let me see what it's ranked at right now. I think Currently, thirty two. Yeah, I want to say it's around that range. Why can't I? Yeah, 33. Rank 33 as of right, right this second. But yeah, I mean, it's it. I think VeChain has the chance to be in the top 15. I, I do. Oh, I, it should be in the top 20, no problem. If, if No problem. Well, it was, wasn't it? Months. It was, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah, until you know, November kicked in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think it was top 20 at one point. Joey, where, you're smiling. I want to hear. Go ahead. Uh, I think I think VJ's definitely got a, a chance to uh, to be in that top twenty, but you know there's a there's a lot of competition out there, right? You know there's a lot lot of other projects that are also bullish on there. They're all going to be fighting for the fighting for the rankings when the when the bull run comes back. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I mean, is there another project to our knowledge that's like VChain? Um, not not specifically. Not for, not for similar, B2B. No. Not, not 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 what they do. So when the economies, obviously we're about to go through a recession, right? Possibly. When the economies return, retail starts buying a lot. The use of VeChain could go through the roof. So, you know, once, once things turn around from an economic standpoint, I think uh, the utilization of VeChain becomes way more bullish. So I could see VeChain during a, a recession of some sort not getting the, the love that it deserves, but... Um, because it is so that's why that's why I keep saying if they could get to B to C and they don't rely so heavily on B to B, it could end up being a you know just a a second 
piece to the to the puzzle that VeChain could just continue to make a shit ton of money. It's gonna be crazy. Great project. Great project. I love it. I love it. I love that they keep adding to it too in different sort of sectors too. So anyways, that's all I got for VeChain. Boys, great job on VeChain. Look, I, I think we all love it. The, the, I know our Discord absolutely loves VeChain. There's always asking for TA in there on VeChain. Uh, hopefully you guys stayed stayed to the end and you know, if you if you want to look up VeChain, just go, you know, like I said, go to CoinMarketCap, go to their website, go to their Twitter. They're very active. Um, they got a big following on Twitter, I think. Um, but yeah, they're great project. Great project for sure. Let's uh final thoughts for the week. This will be coming out Monday morning. So obviously we got a got a crazy week ahead of us, but um final thoughts for the week. Do we see Bitcoin? Let's do this. Do we see Bitcoin by the end of the week? Going closer to 30 or closer to 20? Joey, what's your thoughts? Try to say that again, Mike. Was that closer to 20 or closer to 30? Was that? That, that, that was accurate, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. By the a- end of the week. By the end of the week. By, oof, what a question. So basically you're saying it, higher than 25K by the end of the week, essentially. Uh, oh, good one, good one. Man, I normally get these wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I think it will be, yes. Will be yeah. what? Higher, higher. I'm gonna say higher. Yeah. A reason okay. being is because I I don't know. I look. I, I'm a, I've been calling for a shakeout. Still, I still think the shakeout isn't over. And I just feel like you know, this could just be one last one last trap, one one last trap before uh, you know things get things start to get really ugly. Because I don't think things have got ugly yet. I think I, I I just don't think things have got ugly enough, Mike. And I think yeah, I, I think I things are going to get ugly. Yeah, I think it's going to get nasty. Imran, closer to twenty, we'll say closer to thirty k or closer to twenty k by the end of the week. Uh, it all depends on the CPI numbers, but um, I would go for um, twenty or thirty k, twenty k. Okay, so Joey takes the higher, Imran takes the lower. Yeah, I am going to say. By the end of the We're week, we're going to see twenty before we see thirty. I think by the end of the week, it's going to be sitting at twenty three thousand one hundred, exactly where the hell it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I think it's going to go. Yeah, CPI numbers on Wednesday. Well, I, I, w- I will say this, Mike. We will be low. I'm going to say we will be a low number in November. By November, I think I think we'll definitely know because the, the way the way I'm looking at the market right now is that you know I kind of feel like we're at that kind of um we're at that we're at that point again where we where we were back in sort of uh, march where i i think the next couple of weeks are kind of make or break for the bears again um i think i think you're gonna have to start to see a move again soon um because you know a lot of people were saying like oh no it, it was back on its way up and then the bear, the bears made their play and then set, and sent it sent it downtown in april i kind of feel like we're at that point again where it's like it's the next it's the next level. It's like, okay, Bears, you just took a, you just took your summer holidays off. Is it? How, 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 how much do you want to take us down here? I think, I think we're at that moment. Yeah, I. So I follow big YouTube channels that are, you know, kind of a podcast, kind of informative. Paul Barron Network. Um, Paul Barron agrees with us. Where it's going downtown eventually. Uh, I think he also has targets very similar to Nick. Uh, could be 10K Bitcoin, possibly lower, potentially. Who knows at this point? So um, I think, you know, we've been saying it for a couple of weeks now that the macroeconomic side of this is going to end up pulling Bitcoin down. Um, so to our listeners, to our viewers, don't get caught out. Don't FOMO. 
be patient because that weekly stochastic RSI is almost at 100, which means a big old drop is coming soon. So uh, final thoughts, Imran, what do you got, brother? Not your keys, not your crypto. Buy yourself a nano ledger and um, get off the exchanges. And don't drink Red Bulls. Yeah, don't drink Red Bulls. It's really bad for you. Yeah. We're going to put that out in the space. That is financial advice. Don't drink Red Bulls. Okay. <laughs> Joey, <laughs> how about you? Don't go to London, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't go to London. You get ill. No, yeah. Stay, stay, stay in the nice, uh, fresh air in the countryside. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm just looking at the markets again. I, I Again, we've mentioned big wheat coming. I think the Dow Jones is heading into resistance. I think the S&P is heading into resistance. I think the Nasdaq's heading into resistance. I think all three of them have got a long way to fall. I've been calling for 25K on the Dow Jones. People think I'm crazy. I think that's where it's going eventually but it's going to take months i still think it's going to take quite a few months and i think this recession is going to drag out longer than we expect i do not think the bottom will be in until probably end of september roughly something along those lines but anyways my final thoughts is have a freaking fantastic week and thank you so much for uh getting us to a thousand subs because you know what that means this week will be one of our first live sessions where you can join Let's us go put some comments down below and we can have just a you know good old chit chat with our uh with our subscribers for sure so excited for that look thank you guys so much for subbing and watching and uh with all that catch you in the next one later